What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. Lots of action going on around the league, a lot of fun stuff. So we'll get right into it. And I'll start with two teams that are surging. Two teams that have now knocked out 10 straight wins. That is the Seattle Mariners and the Baltimore Orioles. These are hot teams right now. I don't think uh, many of us would have expected it, especially let's start with the Mariners, right? So they had that brawl in Anaheim and a lot of their their players got suspended and they went on a hot streak. They they lost the first game and then won 10 straight after that while all these players had to serve suspensions. Jesse Winker was back in the lineup on Wednesday evening and he homered, actually on Wednesday, he homered twice. It was one in each game of the doubleheader as he came back to the lineup. And he, he spent a good chunk of the last couple weeks inactive because he had a six-game suspension. So he looks re-energized, and the power stroke is there. And the early results are plain to see. Seattle got a doubleheader sweep of the Nationals on Wednesday. He homered in his second at-bat of Game 1, and then his sixth-inning solo homering Game 2 completed the feat. So the Mariners are 13-2 and since that brawl. And sorry, I, I'm going to correct myself. They went 11-1 and during the player suspensions. So all the player suspensions are now complete after Julio Rodriguez sat out Wednesday's opener. So now the Mariners are 47-42 and and they're in a tie with the Blue Jays in that race for the sixth and final AL playoff spot. So that is Obviously, a big development because the Mariners have actually won five of seven meetings this season with Toronto. So it's hard to win 10 games in a row. It really is. And you just have to give them credit. That's that's not easy to do. It's not easy to do whatsoever. Let's, let's talk about the other team that has won double-digit games now. That is the Baltimore Orioles. Who can stop them right now? I don't think we would have said this a while ago, but they continued their red-hot streak on Wednesday night. They won the 10th straight in a 7-1 victory over the Cubs at Wrigley Field. This is the first double-digit win streak for the Orioles since 1999, when they won 13 straight games. And it also ended their 23-year drought without a double-digit win streak. They hadn't done it since then either. That's that, that was the second longest among any active team. Only the Marlins have never had one. So they're just playing better baseball than anyone right now. This actually pushes the Orioles to above 500 in a crowded American League East. Believe it or not, every team in that division is above 500 at more than the halfway point. This hasn't happened in the AL East since July 1st, 2013, when all five teams were at or above that mark. So that that division has gotten really competitive. The Orioles have found new life. And how are they doing it? Well, okay, timely hitting. If you look during the 10-game win streak, they're hitting 263, averaging 5.2 runs a game, and they have nine homers. So the offensive numbers, they're not particularly eye-popping, but they've gotten hits when they've needed it in big situations. Then they've had a good starting rotation. Over this 10-game win streak, their starters are 7-0 with a 3.02 ERA. That has been the tone setter. That really has. It's been a group effort. And they've collectively strung together solid starts. 
And Baltimore starters have tossed at least five innings and given given up two or fewer runs in six of their last nine starts. And then their bullpen. During this 10-game win streak, their bullpen has a 2.58 ERA and five saves. You know, they've been able to feed off the starters and remain a consistent force in the later innings. So, like, if you look at Wednesday's win, the bullpen delivered four shutout innings. They've now allowed just 11 runs over the last 10 games. And then, of course, you know, know, we talked about this the other day, but Adley Rutschman, he's that rookie. Like, what I've noticed is that a lot of these teams that are surging, you look at Baltimore, you have Adley Rutschman really performing, the young rookie who came up and has given this team new life. Look at the Mariners, Julio Rodriguez. You know, he's worked his way into the fringes of the MVP conversation, and that has coincided with the Mariners surge as well. There's definitely a correlation there. That's that's what a good player development does for you. And these two teams are are enjoying it. I mean, of course, you know, we're we're just about to hit the all-star break, but this is a good place to be heading into all-star break. You end the first half on a strong note, and that's exactly what we want to do. Let's move out to Anaheim, where the Angels hosted the Astros. The Angels beat beat up on the Astros 7-1. Beat up on them. Uh, Shohei Otani. I mean, no one's really been stopping this guy the past month. He was doing his thing. So he was selected as an all-star as both a hitter and a pitcher for the second straight season. He's been absolutely unbelievable, both on the mound and at the plate. So on the mound on Wednesday over the Astros, he struck out 12 across six innings, and also helped himself at the dish, going two for four with a two-run triple. I mean, if you look at Otani's run of dominance, it's gone It's gone back over a month now. It started on June 9, and over his last six starts, he's 6-0 and with a 0.45 ERA. <laughs> just, just let that sink in for a second. Let that sink in. So 12 punch-outs there. You know, so Otani became just the second Angels pitcher to register at least 10 strikeouts in four straight starts joining Hall of Famer Nolan Ryan. That is, that's pretty awesome. And then obviously at the dish, he's doing his thing with the bat, two-run triple. I mean, Otani is the reigning MVP, and he is for a reason. And he's working himself back into the fringes of that conversation, too. Because he's He's been absolutely ridiculous for the past month. So, big win for the Angels over the Houston Astros, a team that's very strong, obviously. The L.A. Dodgers pulled off a big comeback to erase a six-run deficit in St. Louis. Until deep into the late innings, Wednesday night's game appeared to be following Tuesday's script. The Dodgers allowed the Cardinals to climb out to a big lead with some two-out rallies. And then the Dodgers struggled to cash in and, you know, they had to have a late-inning comeback attempt. But Wednesday, the script flipped and the story changed. They ended up coming back from a 6 nothing deficit to, to win the game. And they beat the Cardinals 7-6. This was Tony Gonsolin's toughest start in what had been a really good first half for him. You know, he had been in the running for maybe even starting the All-Star game. I think that's that, that's going to be Sandy Alcantara now. But besides the point, that's besides the point. The the Dodgers came back and won this. You know, their offense really did, did a number here. In the ninth inning, it was, you know, uh, Hanser Alberto with a single to left field which gave them the go-ahead run, which would end up being the winning run. They win 7-6, to six, but that's what the Dodgers do. You know, they'll never, they'll never just lay down. They 
go deep into the postseason often for a good reason. They're a complete team from one through nine, and they have depth. Anybody in that lineup can beat you. Will Smith, two-run homer yesterday. And, uh, yeah, Dodgers win that game 7-6. Oh, yeah, Max Muncy had four walks, by the way. 0 for 0 with an RPI. Uh, four walks. That's that's pretty awesome. So, Heading to Arlington, John Gray sailed past the Oakland A's in his best start as a Texas Ranger. He allowed just one hit in seven scoreless versus the Oakland A's. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. You know, his best outing since coming to Texas. He's thrown 96-97. Got a Frisbee slider he can locate. He's always had pretty filthy stuff, but obviously, you know, he's been hit around a bit in his career. But he's getting new life here, and he looked good. The Rangers pulled out a 5-2 victory over the Oakland A's. And the Blue Jays fired manager Charlie Montoyo. So his tenure in Toronto ended after four seasons with a 236 and 236 record. So as many wins as losses. He was relieved of his duties. They announced on Wednesday. And then the bench coach, John Schneider, was named the interim manager. I mean, after a good start to a season, Toronto has mustered only three wins in July. They, they're just coming off a one and six road trip, which included a four game sweep at the hands of the Mariners. So, um, yeah, they, they let him go. They let him go. I mean, results are what matters. The Blue Jays don't want things to get out of hand at this point in the season. They're still very much in the thick of things. So they're going to try to salvage this because they can't just let things get away. I mean, we saw the Phillies do that when they fired Joe Girardi and it seemed to spark something in that club. So that is what the Blue Jays are doing here. And they get a win. They get, they got their first win. So they're off to a good start uh, with John Schneider. John Schneider actually was drafted by the Toronto Blue Jays 20 years ago. So, you know, pretty bittersweet. Drafted by them in 2002. And he's been, he moved into a coaching role in 08. He's been climbing the ladder ever since. Now he is an interim manager on a major league team. You had uh, Teoscar Hernandez with two home runs, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. with his 20th home run on a pitch he had absolutely no business hitting out of the yard, but that's what Vladdy does. That's that's his thing. Down and away, he just you know, drops the bat head, looking like his father, honestly. That's that's a Vlad senior move. Ross Stripling had a pretty solid start also, and the Blue Jays are, are 1-0 in the John Schneider era. So that is going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.